Welcome to Reader Seeks Romance Channel's Romance Roundup. I am Liz Donis Helly. And I'm Libby Kay, author of the sweet romance series Buckeye Falls. Libby and I are chatting about 2024 romance books with special guest Leslie Murphy, the creator, reader, and writer behind She Reads Romance Books blog and She Reads Romance Books podcast. Watch Romance Roundup on Reader Seeks Romance channel and subscribe on YouTube. Listen to Romance Roundup on Podbean and all podcast apps. Welcome, Leslie. Hi, guys. So happy to be here. Thanks for joining us. It is a pleasure. She Reads Romance Books is my number one go-to source for upcoming romance releases. And I'm not just saying that. I've been using it for years. So thank you for your service. Happy to help. I'm glad someone else is obsessed with new releases as much as I am. Oh my gosh. Yes. Yes. And I'm impressed because you do catch some that I'm like, oh, that one almost slipped through the cracks on my end. It's like, I'm (laughs) glad Leslie caught that. So how long has She Reads Romance Books been around and what inspired you to start it? I launched it in November of 2019, but I probably got really serious about it like later in 2020. Um, because I just realized I'm obsessed with reading romance and I would finish a book and I'm like, I love this book and I want to read another one just like it. And so I would scour like, what are other books just like this one? And so I'd create my own list. Um, I'm obsessed with list making. And so I was like, you know, I'm probably not the only romance book reader who would really like a list like this or a list by trope. So why don't I post them online (laughs) and see if other people find them useful? And it turns out people have, and it's sort of exploded from there. Now, what readers can find besides upcoming lists by month, which I I so enjoy, you have uh, themed lists. You mentioned uh, books listed by tropes. What else can readers expect to find? Yes, definitely romance book lists with all different kinds, no matter what your favorites are in the genre. Um, And I do include my book reviews. So people know I am actually reading all these books and I'm giving you my honest opinion about what I think of them. Um, I also put together lots of fun book quizzes as just another fun way to help people, you know, find a book that they think would match what they're looking for. Um, And then every year I host the romance book reading challenge where we read one romance book a month. Um, I give different prompts to how to pick it, but really, you know, read any book that you want and join in on the fun of reading romance. Nice. I love that. And I have already taken some of your quizzes because I find that to be like the perfect palate cleanser in between doing stuff in my day. I'm like, I'm still thinking about a bunch of other stuff. So I'm obsessed with those quizzes. Awesome. (laughs) Now the podcast, which is branded to your blog Does that include any extras or bonus info that you wouldn't find on your blog? Um, Not quite yet. So I launched that just a few months ago because I wanted a different way for people to understand, well, who's this woman making all these romance books, you know, (laughs) and sort of my personality and a different way to talk about the books that I gush over. Um, So those I've been kind of focusing, at least for now, on different micro tropes, you know, um, like kinky romance books and different things like that. Um, So I hope down the road, I'm going to have more interviews and different things like that. But right now you can also find those lists on the blog too. Awesome. 
Yeah, to even build even more community this week, I'm finally, I think, going to launch my Facebook group so that more romance book readers who are finding books on the list and want to talk about them and talk about the challenge, they can join the Facebook group and meet up there. I, I love cool. it. So, Leslie, which 2024 romance books are you excited to read and or have read and would wholeheartedly recommend? Leslie, let the roundup begin. Yep, ladies, I'm excited. Yay. <laughs> All right, so we're talking 2024 new romance book releases, which I put together my list for the blog at the end of 2023. And it was actually really hard to like narrow that down. And I put 40 books on that list because there are so many good ones coming out. So, but I'll just talk about a couple of those for today. Um, and three of which I've already read and they're Ooh. fabulous. Oh. I already say, put these on your TBR list because they're wonderful. First one I wanted to talk about um, comes out this coming month in February, February 13th. And it's Fangirl Down by Tessa Bailey. Yes. <laughs> oh, Tessa. I'm a huge I, I Tessa can Bailey tell fan. You. Yeah, <laughs> it's on my best of 2024 list already. I mean, I sat down, I read that book wow. cover to cover because it was just so good, you know, and she's one of my favorites because she just writes really fun rom-coms with the best storylines, characters, all the steaminess wrapped up into this like great package. And this one is a sports romance about a professional golfer, which when I think of golf, I don't really think of a hunky hero like at all, but yes. she totally changed my mind with this one. <laughs> oh my, first of all, I have been thinking about golf romance for a while. I'm like someone, should, because my husband is a golfer, so he'll have golf on. Some of these golfers are really cute and very fit. They're mm -hmm. long, long gone are the days of these, you know, shabby yes. looking, you know, just, yeah, and let's be honest, like, you don't no. think of golf as attractive, like, but some of these guys are super cute and very yeah. fit. So I'm excited about the golf thing. Yes. yes. And she does it right. I mean, when I think of golf, I mean, I was like a teen watching the tournaments with my dad and, I'm, and those are the guys that came to mind yeah. and I'm like, yeah. no, but yep. this one, Wells Whitaker is the professional golfer and he's, he's pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. um, but he's a, a professional golfer who was like, became super successful, but now his career is totally tanking and he's a total grump and not doing well. And, but throughout the years, he's always had this one fangirl, Josephine, who has followed him around to all of the tournaments. But in this current tournament, he's just sort of like at the end of his rope and he just throws his clubs down and he's like, I've had it. And basically yells at her to, to go home, like stop following him. Oh. And, she, and she does. She leaves. And when he goes home, he's kind of like, oh, what did I do? Um, I really missed this girl, you know, who was my support mm -hmm. system. So he seeks her out. She runs a pro golf shop, I think in Florida, and it just got wiped out by a hurricane and she forgot to renew her insurance. So she's a little strapped for cash when he finds her and he gives this proposal to her and says, why don't you join me on the tournament as my caddy and I will split my earnings with you. And oh. she basically can't really turn him down. Oh. And so it's this nice, like, forced proximity romance of the two okay. of them, you know, grumpy sunshine boss sort of, you yeah. know, romance yeah. all in one. And it's fabulous. 
Yeah. You are naming all of my current trope obsessions. So <laughs> I am super excited. And I love yeah. Tessa Bailey. That's not a secret. So yeah. I was having the same hesitations because I remember watching my whole childhood was golf watching with my dad <laughs> and no offense to my dad. So if you're watching dad, sorry, but I just don't, yeah. like we said, I just don't think of with the yeah. exception of Adam Scott. I still think Adam Scott is very attractive. The golfer, not the actor. Oh, for a minute, actor. I was like, wait, he golfs too? <laughs> the actor's attractive too, but I meant okay. the golfer. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know that one. I have to look. It's After. worth your Googling later. Oh, right. wow. So should we assume the heat level is Tessa Bailey heat level, like the usual? Okay. So pretty hot. Yeah. And there's, you know, some <laughs> fun shenanigans that happen. I won't give it up, but some really cool locations. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. I really think of. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty spicy, I would say. Um, any, day. any shenanigans on the 18th hole or something? Like <laughs> anything on the green? Um, I'm I'm thinking there's something on the green. Yeah, this guy. Some, something that relates to being mm -hmm. on the course. So, All right. I, I won't I won't spoil it, but yeah. Okay. But also, it also gives good representation. Um, the heroine has type one diabetes, which I think Tessa oh, says wow. in the book. Her dog, I think her one of her children has it, so she used that um oh, as a way. Yeah. So some you know personal representation there, and there's no third act or third act breakup to this one oh, so wow people who like that yeah well you I sold it for me <laughs> yeah this um just out of curiosity and not to sound like a lazy reader but what's the page count on this one are we uh, talking like close to 400 or are we just talking like i want to say it was in the 300 maybe it was upper 300s but it wasn't like okay. two level okay. you know okay and it wasn't super short, but I, I okay. spent a whole day reading it because I just wanted okay. to so get it's more of them. It's very devourable. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I have this because sometimes, you know, I, I pick up a book and I'm like, oh, and it's like, whoa, this is like 400 pages. Like, why? I don't, I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Yeah. It okay. It seem that way when you read it. I'll okay. put it that way. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's exciting. Right. Okay. You, you're going to have to add that, Libby, to your list. Yes. It's on. Yes. Actually, <laughs> I, I'll have to too because the golf thing. Because you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see. I kind of. Yeah. I don't circle know. Circle back and circle back and tell me about it. Yeah. All right. Should I move to my next one? My next one. Yeah. Um, releases next week, February sixth. Bride by Ali Hazelwood. Oh. Right? Yeah. So <laughs> putting together this list, like it's always easier to find traditionally published. Mm -hmm. you know, books that are coming because their calendar is so much far, farther out versus yes. indie published authors, right? Where it's like a month or two out. So I do have a few indies on here, but most of these are traditionally published authors. But yeah. she, this is also on my already best 2024 list. I loved it. Last year, I devoured her two new releases and they were five-star reads for me. Love, theoretically, her Enemies to Lovers contemporary that I love how she those and then her first young adult romance check in mate was so great I loved that so I was like okay I have to see what you're going to do with paranormal romance for the first time right. um, and, yeah. and she slayed it like it was fantastic um but it's kind of like you know a contemporary paranormal romance so even if paranormal isn't your go-to I would still highly recommend it um but it's a marriage of convenience romance between oh. a vampire woman and a werewolf male. Oh, oh, yeah. interesting. Very cool. 
And honestly, one of the best slow burn romances that I've read in a really, really long time with a little bit of suspense thrown into it too. But it starts with um, our heroine, Misery is her name. <laughs> she, <laughs> she is the daughter of um, one of the you know high ranking vampire councilmen. And she basically gets approached to say, hey, you're going to marry this alpha werewolf to help the vampires um, make nice with their werewolves. And she actually agrees, even though she's like, what the heck are you asking me to do? But she has her own reasons to agreeing to it, which will okay. kind of come out in the book. Um, so she meets Lo, I think that's, am I getting his name right? Yeah. Um, who is the alpha of his pack on their wedding day. Like he basically marches down the aisle and meets him for the first time. Oh, wow. And so they are together because again, there's in the world, humans, vampires, and werewolves do not get along. And at any Oops. moment sort of war can, you know, break out. So to kind of make nice, at least between the werewolves and vampires, they meet or they marry so that they can sort of, you know, help relations between the two. Right. And this isn't really her first time doing that. So when she was seven, she was part of what they call the collateral program. So she was taken at age seven to go live with the humans and a human was sent to live with the vampires. So this woman is kind of like a tragic story where she's just lived by herself throughout her whole life and just doesn't really know love or have felt has felt love. And then there's Lowe who's um, would do anything for his pack. And it's just this great slow burn of them sort of getting to know each other and, you know, learning how to just move past misconceptions of yeah. you know each other and their packs. And it was just really, really good. So it sounds like this might be a Libby type of paranormal romance read because it doesn't sound yeah. like it sounds like it's they have paranormal beings but the world is not totally immersed in fantasy it's taking place in our known reality but there are these you know um paranormal yeah. <laughs> right right yeah so, other okay. than her you know them being like oh she doesn't eat food here pour her some you know you wouldn't really know yeah. she's a right. vampire oh, and okay. You know, there's certain things that you think of when it comes to werewolf romance that yeah. does come into play, but otherwise you wouldn't really know. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm I'm very intrigued. I'm intrigued uh, by now this. too. Yeah. I've seen that popping up yes. on uh, on your Instagram page, but also on yeah. um, just different sites. And I keep thinking like, eh, and I feel bad because I love her books in general, but I'm not. Despite the fact that I just read Fourth Wing, I usually don't read anything that involves any type of world building. I'm like, just get to yeah. the good stuff. So I'm definitely intrigued now because I was unfairly kind of just fastly yeah. quickly scrolling past that. Is this supposed to be part one in a series? Do you know, Leslie? Oh, good. I'm glad you said that because it ended where I think she's definitely going to be writing another book. And okay. how she sort of wrote this one character, I think it's going to be a fabulous one too. So oh. I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I feel I feel really drawn to this one. Libby, yeah. I, I don't, you know, potential book club book. <laughs> oh, you know, Leslie, uh, Libby and I both live in Columbus, Ohio, and um, there's a reader seeks romance 
book club, like in-person book club here. So we book club together. And actually some of the other uh, members are authors as well. And I'm always looking for a book that is really good. Uh, sometimes we miss the mark, um, but maybe you're right. Maybe I should pick the, the bride as, uh, uh, yeah. I'm certainly intrigued. And that's saying something. <laughs> yes, yes. Well, thank you for that, Leslie. I'm excited. What do you have yeah. next? All right, next. So after Fourth Wing, thank you for that little intro. Um, I thought, <laughs> okay, what's going to be 2024's like hot romanticy for the year, right? Because I have a feeling Rebecca Yars won't get to the next one if she does this year to the very end of the year, because I know she has a, yeah. a bunch of contemporary romances that she's got to crank out first. So I was like, well, okay, what's going to fill that void of romanticy? And I think I found the first one that's going to. Um, and this was exciting because it was by an author I've never read before. Um, and I love when I like try new authors and I'm like, yes, this one like hit the spot. And it is Heartless Hunter by Kristen Cicerelli, if I say that right, um, releases February 20th. It's an enemies to lovers book, which is one of my favorite, favorite yeah. tropes. Um, and it's fantasy, but it's all about witches. Oh. So, and our heroine is Rune. She lives now in this world that's had this revolution where all the witches are rounded up and basically killed for their witchcraft. And she had to do sort of the unspeakable, unspeakable and her grandmother, who was a witch, was killed in front of her. And oh then it turns out, she finds out that she's a witch. Um, but witches are um identified by these like silver marks on their body because they use their own blood to do spells and when they sort of draw their own blood it's it leaves a silver mark on their skin so it's very easy to recognize them oh so anyway she's now realizes she's a witch but to kind of help the witches in the cause and make up for what happened to her grandmother she moonlights as the crimson moth at night and helps rescue witches that are rounded up and sends them off to different worlds to safety oh and wow. she does this with the help of um two friends her girlfriend verity and her best boyfriend alex but there is a palace guard his name is gideon who happens to be alex's older brother who does not like witches and he has a pretty good reason to which comes out later in the book and so he's dead set on hunting them, especially um, the Crimson Moth, who he's been trying to find for two years. Oh. So uh -huh. we're at okay. the point where he's like, I have a feeling I suspect her. I'm going to like court her to see if I can figure out if she's really the Crimson Moth. And she wants to get close to him because <clears throat> another witch got... Um, taken and she needs to find the location of where they're holding that witch so she wants to get close to him to somehow glean that information and of course like the more time that they spend together they kind of fall for each other and then some other oh my gosh moments happen <laughs> and it's going to lead into the next book and it was really really good oh so this is going to be a series then I th it is because it definitely okay. left on it felt like a good first book but it definitely like a not resolved ending either a little okay. cliffhanger yeah so, so okay wow that sounds now that sounds a bit more obviously world building involved and uh rich storytelling yeah 
As far as the steam level, what would you say for, for this one? Ah, steam level. It's a little steamy, but there Okay. aren't too many instances of it. Um, Okay. maybe only one or two is it because it's sort of starting this Okay. relationship. And sometimes, you know, with fantasy or even paranormal, they they almost seem like historical to me or the world just seems old world, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. And I kind Like of the customs felt, kind of feel like that. yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of got that sense with this one. Um, not that that was, you know, good or bad, but um, Right. yeah, it, but just interesting characters and interesting story. And then this, like I said, there's this moment where you're like, oh my gosh, didn't see that coming. And so Oh, it's cool. cool. I like when that happens. It was a really great read. Well Yeah. written. Yeah. Nice. Very good. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, continue on. Okay. The next one's a little different. It's um, an indie author. It's Play Along by Liz Tomford, which is out this summer in July 11th. Now I'm adding this one, even though there's no book summary out about it yet, Okay. but I have a feeling I know what it's going to be about. So this is book four in her Windy City series. which I totally binge read in these last few months. They're all um, sports romance books about different hot athletes. Super good. Loved Is it. the first one with a hockey player and then Yes. the second one, her friend moves in with her brother? I haven't, because I read the first, but I haven't read the second. I loved the first. Oh, you're familiar Yes. then with the, Yes, the, I, the okay. name, I didn't register until you said the sports thing. Oh, I'm excited. I'm even more excited Yes. now. <laughs> First one was Mile High about the hockey player. Second one was The Right Move about the basketball player. Third one was caught up by the baseball player. And so the baseball player, Kai, and caught up, he has a brother, Isaiah, who also plays professional baseball, maybe a shortstop, I can't remember. But Isaiah um, has this sort of like obsession with their physical therapist on the team. Her name is Kennedy. And he's always like, Kennedy, go out with me or work on me, Kennedy, stretch, my, stretch me out. You know, Kennedy, I love you. But um, she's engaged. She has an engagement ring on and she's been engaged. And so he's like, come on, leave him for me kind of a thing. Um, but then, so when caught up, you find out one day she comes into the office and her engagement ring is no longer on her finger. Ooh. I know. And then in the epilogue to that one, you, it talks about how the team went to on this trip to Las Vegas. And then in the morning, da -da -da, Isaiah and Kennedy wake up with wedding bands on their hands. <laughs> so I have a feeling that this book is going to be
in a hot minute. So, oh my gosh. Oh, I'm so excited. I didn't, <laughs> oh my gosh. I didn't even realize I have this. It's funny because it's not that I don't read longer books, but they're so long for contemporary sports romance. And so I have to be like in the right frame of mind if I'm picking up more than 400 pages. <laughs> yeah. And she was a new oh author that I hadn't read until um, just a few months ago too. And I, I love her writing style. So super excited to see what comes next for that. That's, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. All right. Should I dive into another one? Go yes, for please. it. <laughs> okay. This one, I have to be like, prepare myself for when this book comes out. It <laughs> is A Thousand Broken Pieces by Tilly Cole. It comes out June 25th. Now, okay. have either of you read A Thousand Boy Kisses? No. no. I've heard of Tilly Cole, but I haven't yeah. read anything. All right. I, I'm going to keep this then spoiler free as I can. Okay. So that book, um, A Thousand Boy Kisses came out in 2016. Um, I was kind of late to the party too, and just read it um, early 2023. Balled my eyes out reading that book. It was oh. so good. The young adult romance, and I just like tissue after tissue. And my daughter came up, "Are you okay, mom? Like, why are you so upset reading that book?" But oh my gosh, like tearjerker. So this book is like a sort of a sequel or the next of to that book. So again, keeping it spoiler free, it's another young adult romance, but it's about Savannah, the heroine who is really sort of dealing with a tragedy and her therapist encourages her to go on this European travel tour with other teens dealing with the same um, tragedy. And on that tour, she meets Kale, C-A-E-L's the hero's name. I think it's Kale. Um, I think who is a, yeah. a hockey player and he can no longer because of what he's gone through step onto the ice. And so he's been encouraged to go on this trip too. So I have a feeling it's going to like cue the waterworks oh. again um, between these, yeah. but I'm really excited to see, you know, how these two can get over their, um, well, I'll say tragedy for lack okay. of what I won't yeah. forget okay. anyway, but I think it's going to be really, really good and super popular. Okay. Now, do you have, I believe you have one, uh, at least one more, right? Uh, at least one more. Or we can keep chatting. Yeah. Um, the next one though, that I definitely wanted to talk about, and this is again, another new author, never read her, but I was like, Ooh, this sounds really interesting. So I'm putting it on my list and it's called the love of my afterlife by Kirsty Greenwood. It comes out oh. July 2nd. That's I'm already intrigued by the title. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So, <laughs> so this is about a woman who basically croaks when she's eating a, a burger. She microwaves <laughs> a burger and she dies because she chokes on it. Oh, no. So, oh, she, she, <laughs> so she all of a sudden finds herself at the pearly gates, you know, with her little nightie on that she, I guess she was eating her burger as a late night snack. <laughs> and she meets this like hunk right at the pearly gates and she's like, oh, wow. And they get to chatting, but then someone rushes out and there's like, there's been a mistake. And the guy is sent back to earth and she's like, what just happened? You know? And so then she's given um, a deal or an option that she can go back to earth. And I think I read at one point that's for, she has 10 days to like hunt this guy down and find him. But, you know, he's not going to recognize her, you know, as someone that he's met in the afterlife. Right. So I think this will be really just a fun, quirky book. Um, oh, and what a premise. I love so this. Different. I love this. I love this. I love this. Yes. 
Yeah. I just thought this, I can't say that I've ever read a book like this. And I'm like, that's such a cool like idea. I want to see where she takes it. Yeah. Yeah. I got goosebumps. I I still have goosebumps from your description and that means I got to read it. Yes. So do you have any others uh, on your, on your list? Cause so far, I mean, that was a great one to end on because that just, (laughs) I can go on. I'm see. I'm looking at a couple of, let's see. March, yeah. March 5th, um, This Could Be Us comes out by Kennedy Ryan. Ah, yes. Oh, um, yeah. I like this, or this one I'm excited about because I read her previous one in the series, which was Before I Let Go. Mm-hmm. That um, was about a couple that divorced in a second chance romance. But I love books that have this really great, strong um, female friend group for which they um, do. And so this is one of the, other female friends in that group, um, who is a mom of two young girls. And she's just like, you know, the picture perfect mom, domestic goddess, but her life sort of implodes, I think when her husband cheats on her. And so this is sort of that romance of her learning to trust love again, because this sort of forbidden love interest comes into play. And I can't remember if it's someone that was hinted in before we let go or not. I'm sort of trying to figure out who that might be, but I'm intrigued mm. by that. It's said as a forbidden love interest. Forbidden. So, yeah. I wonder if it's like yeah. forbidden uh, age gap type of thing, or maybe a forbidden. Maybe, maybe. Like, like forbidden. Oops. I think this is my distant cousin. Ew. <laughs> hey, listen. Or maybe somebody like that helps with her daughters or like the teacher of their daughter. I don't okay. know. Something oh, yeah. okay. maybe, or it okay. might be a younger guy kind of okay. thing. Um, all right. Sometimes I go to the distant cousin thing because it's legal and I'm still waiting for that to happen. I'm still waiting for something like that. Not that I'm basing this on my own experience. But, oh my but God, you know, I've always, I've often thought it would be kind of a rom-com if you meet someone through, oh, ancestry DNA. Oh, look, we just happen to be, you know, fifth cousins or something like that. It's like, oh, you're really cute. Let's get there to talk about family and then things happen. <laughs> well, as long as they're not picking each other up at the family reunion, I'm okay with it. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. But they do eventually, you know, meet <laughs> meet at the reunion. I don't... Oh I, I'm just plot it out. Let's go. Let's plot it out. I, I think it's got legs. The idea <laughs> has legs. Don't know where it's walking to, but it's yeah. got legs. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, anyway. Um yeah. <laughs> So interesting. See, the forbidden really gets my attention because it's like, oh, yeah, me too. Ooh, mm-hmm. how yeah. forbidden are we talking? Exactly. Yes. And I want to see like her girlfriends like come together for her and, you know, help pick her up and all that good stuff. So, yeah. I'm and that is part of the fun with series is kind of find, getting to connect with the characters again. Yeah. Like the secondary yeah. characters. That's always fun. Yeah. yeah. Let me, I, I really enjoy the, the, the female friend group in a romance novel. And I feel like it's not as easy as people think to write because Mm -hmm. I have read books where, first of all, the friend group, they're all interchangeable. You can't really, Mm -hmm. nobody is very distinctive. And also it seems like some of these friends do nothing but tell the main character, oh, your life is, is boring. You need to shake it up. And you, you know, you're gross. You need a makeover and you need to do this. (laughs) And it's like, I feel like all they do is is criticize. So Mm -hmm. it's rare to find the very distinctive friend group in which they're all supportive. And like, I don't care, you know, that you never leave your house. That's all I ever, oh, you never leave. You never leave the house and you're never going to find anybody. 
somebody and and take a chance. Like, I don't know, is that my hang up? Do you find that that annoys you in romance novels when the friends seem like almost abusive? Well, or it's friends that don't seem to understand that that's actually how the character wants to be, that there's not something to fix. Yeah, yes. I've noticed that, that sometimes the friend seems to be trying to fix something that isn't Absolutely. really a Absolutely. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and also you got to dress better. And <laughs> oh, you're never going to find a, a a partner if you do this. And it's like, so I don't know. Do you notice that, Leslie? Like, is yeah, that? Yeah, I, I agree with you. It kind of annoys me when the, the quote friends are not supportive or like bring that person down. Because I'm like, well, damn, you need to get some better friends, girl. You know? Yeah. Um, right. Right. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'll be your friend. Yeah, <laughs> really. uh, and I see how sometimes you know they do that because they want the the hero of the story to come in and be that person that's like, no, yeah. you're perfect how you are, and da da da. And good see point. how awful your friends are, you know, being yeah. that mirror to her. You know? Right. Yeah. Well, that's so a I good point. That, but I I don't like girls, women being catty about things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. So I'm I'm very picky about my friend my friend groups <laughs> in real life and in books. Yeah. <laughs> yes. As you should be. Way to go. Do you um, have anything else uh, to throw at us? Let's see. I'm still sticking with summer. So in July, July 26th, I cannot wait to get my hands on All Folked Up by Penny Reed. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love her Winston series. I love all of her series. Like, they're yes. so great. And this is in her Good Folk series. And because this is all about the hero Isaac for me, because he's been sprinkled out throughout her yep. Winston Brothers series and other books. And I'm like, I got to know more about this guy. He's just amazing where he has been like a plant in the this motorcycle club that's, you know, down and dirty, but it turns out he's actually a really good guy. But we've never gotten his story, you know, just little bits and pieces of it. And finally, it's now coming this July. So you can probably read it as a standalone. Um, but I've just loved these little gems that she's put throughout her other books. So that the build up to like, oh, Isaac mm-hmm. is going to get his happy ending is amazing. And he finds it with a woman who's been a stripper for the last 10 years. Yes, I I I remember that from the description. I just, I, it is a lot to read up to get ready, but I agree. I think you're going to get so much more, like the payoff is going to be so much better if you read, you know, at least some of the Winston Brothers books that he's in. I just, oh my God, I love that series. (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. I'm so excited for that. Oh. (laughs) One more in August that I'm looking forward to is The Pairing by Casey McQuiston. Yes. Because she didn't come out with a book last year. No. I don't think. Which was really I, rude. Yeah, I know, right? How dare she? You know, too busy dealing with that movie, Red, White, and Royal Blue, that was coming I know. out. You know? Tough life. <laughs> so I loved that book, Red, White, and Royal Blue. I just devoured it. I mean, I was like highlighting like pages after pages after pages in that book. Um, wasn't quite a fan of her two or next one after that, and I didn't read her young adult one. So yeah. now that this is now another MM romance, I'm kind of like, oh, bring back yeah. that that was in that first debut novel I'm be yep. so excited so this is about two guys who if I remember correctly were their sort of childhood friends become friends and become more and then they decide to go on this um trip across Europe like a culinary trip I think across Europe Ooh. or but then they get in this huge fight and so they don't go and then their voucher or whatever to use up for this trip 
you know, four years later, I think is about to expire. So they both independently to say, I'm going to go on this trip. And so they reconnect on the train in Europe. And, and so the book's sort of about their European escapades where they have this bet, like, you know, I bet you won't be attracted to this guy. Or it sounds like there's they're like teasing each other with other people, but then their, their chemistry is going to be too hard to, you know, miss there so I'm, I'm kind of intrigued to see where she's going to take this on this european whirlwind tour <laughs> oh i'm so excited i just oh my gosh no i loved red white and royal blue and that like we were just saying with the friendships i felt like that was a good example with the siblings and the friends those were good very right. identifiable relationships that were oh my god just so good you said august for that one my summer is just filling up <laughs> yes 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 we're good from February. I think I started now through August. Yeah. So we're good to go. Thank you for doing a chronological um, yes. list. I, we my list making mind really appreciates the. Uh, yes. The order. I, I like that too. <laughs> Anybody have anything else they'd like to add before I wrap things up? Not me. Okay. No, but I think 2024 is going to be a really great year for romance reading. That's for sure. I am so excited. Seriously, I'm going to have to add like five more years to my life so I can read all these books. <laughs> I, I'm not even joking. Like my anxiety has risen so much. We have to name this type of, uh, I called yes. it, what did I say I have was getting biblio hives? I feel yeah. like, or like, I, I start to get, it. Yes. like, I'm like, oh my God, there's so much and I don't have enough time. And uh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm so far <laughs> behind. Uh, I've already failed and I haven't begun. So <laughs> I feel like there has to be a name for that, like a syndrome uh, of sin. Yes. Oh my gosh. Totally. Because we're like not alone. Biblio <laughs> stress. I don't know. <laughs> Millions of people suffer from a long TBR list. <laughs> yes. Yeah. This is we could do commercials for this. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, like I, I am, I, I'm so, ex I'm like excited and terrified at the same time to learn about all these new books. I so, know, you know, um, so thank you for both exciting and terrifying us, Leslie. Yeah. <laughs> Leslie. You're welcome. <laughs> and that's our roundup. Leslie, thank you for sharing your excitement for 2024 romance releases and adding to our two read lists and to our biblio stress. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you guys for having me. It's fun. Oh, it's fabulous. <laughs> Watch Romance Roundup on Reader Seeks Romance channel and subscribe on YouTube. Listen to Romance Roundup on Podbean and all podcast apps. Thanks for joining us, romance readers. Happy reading, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>